When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dare to self-care. I'm Jen, lifestyle YouTuber and your host of this podcast, where we dive deep with insightful guests to find out how self-care has played a role in their success. Welcome to our community. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our community. Oh, I am loving these audio-only episodes. I feel like that's how I started last week's episode, but I'm so excited. Just a few housekeeping updates. These are going to be audio only. I'm sure most of you were already only listening, so it shouldn't change too much. The reels and the snippets on video on Instagram will still remain. And it is Tuesday morning, so let's hop into it. What was in alignment for me this week was, I actually wrote this down mid last week because I didn't want to forget it. I felt really strong this week in my workouts. And that's such a good feeling. I think there's a few factors. One, my stomach. I'm on like the last week or two of my supplement situation with Parsley Health and I really think it's working and it feels so good and I just feel lighter. And then I also think, okay, so I got these biker shorts from Amazon. They're like $25 and I think they have a lot to do with it. I wore them like all last week. They feel like the Lululemon Wonder Under material. I'm going to link them because they were only $25 and I felt so confident in them. And that's my product recommendation for this week. So I will link them on my Instagram stories. I'll try to remember to put them in the show notes too. They do not feel cheap. They're like super sculpting, super. I wore them in yoga. I wore them in a hit workout. Like they are amazing. And yeah, I'm just feeling really strong lately. I'm not doing too much hit or, you know, anything that makes me feel super inflamed. So I think it's a lot of mega former and low impact, but I put in, you know, F45 or just strength-based workouts once or twice a week. And I think I'm finding just the perfect balance of it all. I've also been prioritizing reading a lot. I'm very into it right now. I'm reading every summer after, and it's kind of throwing me off because I just binge-watched, uh, what is it called, The Summer I Feel Pretty. The No, The Summer I Turned Pretty. I just started drinking my coffee, guys. This summer I turned pretty and they're like really weirdly similar. So it's kind of throwing me off. I'm like visualizing the characters from that movie or that show. And I'm curious if any of you guys had a similar experience. But anyway, I'm getting really into it. I'm listening on Audible to Greenlight by Matthew McConaughey. Oh my God, you got to listen to that one. Honestly, someone, I think it was actually Whitney in this episode recommended it to me at the end of the episode. And I started listening to it. He is so fun to listen to and then I'm also listening to Marie Forleo her everything is figure outable it's more of like a self-improvement book and I'm loving it if you need just like a motivational book a confidence booster in your career such a good listen if you're feeling imposter syndrome or anything like that and I'm reading obviously as I mentioned every summer after so 
Ethan's getting me a Kindle for my birthday coming up, and I think it'll make me just a faster reader, so I'm super excited. I want to, like, read all the time and not have to rely on, like, holding a physical book. I just want to, like, get the content in, so super excited about that. And then what's out of alignment for me this week is something that should be in alignment, but it's just kind of like an identity crisis. So if you've been following me on YouTube, you know my whole journey of everything that's happening career-wise and it feels like there's just an incredible opportunity right in front of me that I could be getting an offer for or I could not. We'll see what happens but I'm just having a bit of an identity crisis because I could possibly be going back to full-time and I'm trying to get back to The idea that it's okay to change and to evolve and to change the idea of what you thought was. So I kept seeing the numbers 555 come up. That was like my TikTok following was 5555 and I was like, I feel like that's significant, but I don't know why and I kind of just moved on with my life. And then the next morning I did an old meditation from Erica, Evolved by Erica. I do her kundalini meditations. I always have a promo code if you guys want to start in my show notes, but I decided to search in her meditations like meditation for change and she started talking about before she got into the meditation angel numbers and she's like I keep seeing angel numbers come up and for her it was 444 and I was like oh my god that's what it is that's what the 555 is an angel number so I looked it up and it said 555 is a reminder from the universe that it's okay to change and whatever is on your mind on your heart it's okay to evolve and it's okay to change and It just really struck with me. So it really made me think, okay, it is okay to step into this new reality and to change what you thought was. You know, I just as I could go back to full time, I could go back to full on entrepreneurship. And I think it's just the idea that I may have to either sacrifice something else like one of my creative ventures or Rumble or something. I don't know what yet to step into this full time role or sacrifice my freedom or sacrifice what's been kind of nice to like have some some free time lately. But I think it's worth it to be fully financially thriving and step into this role and have some structure. And how many people I know and watch on YouTube have full-time jobs still, full-time jobs still, and also create. And I think it can help me pay for these editors and people that can help me get all my content out because I'll be able to financially, you know, pay them while being able to just focus on my job and creating. And so I'll have to figure out some systems if I end up going back full time. But it's just been out of alignment, this like kind of transitional period and this feeling of limbo. But I think it's going to be really great. I think it's going to be great for my content, for YouTube vlogs and just being able to have some structure again, but approach it differently this time. So I'm trying to be smart about it. And as I mentioned, if you guys are on Geneva and I might have mentioned it in my vlogs, I want to create, you know, I'll still keep some interviews on this podcast, but I also want to just create a space where it's more conversational with friends and, you know, people who you might not know, but getting to know my friends and what they are going through. I think it's super helpful to just hear conversations about whether it's jobs or dating or spirituality, whatever might be on the heart of, you know, a friend of mine and just diving into that specific topic. I think it's lower stakes for me. I don't have to schedule any crazy interviews all the time or keep up with them every single week. I can 
you know, have a glass of wine with my friends at night and record a podcast and you guys can hear a relatable conversation. So I'm just trying to figure out what it would look like for me with all of my other creative ventures to go back to full time. So we'll see what happens. Follow along. Subscribe over on YouTube if you haven't yet. I'm able to dive into it a lot more on there. And let's breathe in more of what was in alignment for us this week and breathe out what was out of alignment for us this week. (sighs) Okay. Our guest of this week is the one and only Whitney Eckes. She is a founder and CEO of her marketing agency, Eckes Marketing, a creative communications agency based out of California. She has elevated brands such as Marriott, SoulCycle, Hilton, ClearStem through social media marketing, influencer relations, branding, events, creative strategy. And now she also has five other endeavors. And she started elevating the coffee experience with Get Super. So it's a hemp-infused instant coffee brand that she is a part of as part of the movement to still, you know, not cut out your coffee intake, but be able to not experience that anxiety that comes with having coffee every day. So we're going to dive into that with her today, how to drink coffee without anxiety, what the fuck is Watermelon Water, another venture that she's part of, how she avoids burnout with all these jobs and leading with passion in your career and using and building your village around you, which I'm going to need to learn a thing or two from. So subscribe over on YouTube if you haven't yet to Jen Lauren. Definitely leave a review on the podcast, Apple Podcast app if you haven't yet. And let's get into the episode. We're going to take a quick break in the episode to talk about the next sponsor of this podcast, which is a product I use literally every day by Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 honestly a year ago because I wanted to have better gut health, better sleep, more energy, all of it. And honestly, there were no supplements that actually tasted good. And I just hated taking so many pills and it just was not for me. So I finally tried AG1 and it tastes incredible. You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right in the beginning of the day. I personally take it in my smoothies. I think it gives it such a nice flavor and it's just an easy way for me to get it in or I will just mix it in water really quick. It still tastes so good. The great thing about it is as someone with IBS and just like a bunch of dietary restrictions and just nothing ever sat well with me, it's completely lifestyle friendly, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, any of the things. There's no GMOs, no chemicals, artificial anything, and it still tastes good. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Jen Lauren. That's athleticgreens.com slash Jen Lauren to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's get back into the episode. Hi, Whitney. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. Of course. I'm so excited. I feel like I just have genuinely so much that I want to talk to you about. So before I forget, let's talk about your top self-care tip that's played a role in your success. 
Oh my gosh. My top self-care tip is definitely going to have to be my morning practice. I love doing a meditation. I love going for a walk. I love basically taking some time to journal. It really kind of decompresses my mind, especially because sometimes I'll wake up anxious or I just wake up like groggy or in a funk and I feel like it sets me up for success. And then I also get to feel good for the rest of the day. What does that practice look like? Yeah. So it kind of changes. Like I don't really like hold myself to a super gnarly routine. The reason why is because I like the feeling of just having an amount of time blocked out for my morning. So I always block out usually 7.30 to like 10 a.m. every single morning. I don't start any of my calls or meetings until 10. Um, Again, like unless there's a rare occasion and someone can like only meet at 9 a.m., then it's fine. But outside of that, I basically am able to take that time and just kind of lean into whatever feels good. I mean, meditation is pretty much the number one thing. Um, I feel like it gets me back into my body. I feel like it helps with my anxiety. I think it helps with a lot of things along the lines of like manifestation and goal setting and visualization. Uh, But outside of that, I mean, I love to get a fresh little walk-in, take the dogs, journal. Yeah. I'm the same way. I have a set amount of time every morning but I like to leave room for being intuitively led. So whether that's what workout I'm craving or what type of meditation I'm craving, that all changes kind of day to day. Mm-hmm. But I agree. It's just like have knowing you have that time in the morning for just you. Yeah. It's a game changer. What does your meditation practice look like? Is it usually just silent? Is it TM? Is it breath work? Yeah, I actually have this app. It's called, well, I use a couple apps. I love the Insight Timer app where you get to just kind of like scroll through different meditations. And then I love this app. It's called Chani, C-H-A-N-I. It's more of a horoscope style app, but she has all these incredible affirmations and then meditations. And they're everything from like inner self to acceptance to there's like this one called the burden basket. And you visualize like an actual basket that like carries like what's on your mind for that day. So I do love those. And that's kind of what it looks like. It's very... I would have to say visualization is like my biggest one. Like for me, I'm so kinesthetic and I need to be able to like touch and feel that just normal meditations, like normal breath work is hard for me to focus. But if I have a visualization, I have someone walking me through it, especially like via an app, I'm able to connect way more. Okay. So it sounds like you're really into manifestation. So now I'm curious (laughs) how, like, do you feel like you've manifested all of the successes in your life or like, is that something that's really present for you? Manifestation? Yeah, I would have to say for sure. I had a really hard time understanding manifestation in the very beginning, like, especially when I was getting into like my spiritual practices and like, you know, growing my businesses, like it, it was hard for me to wrap my brain around me just thinking and it like appearing. Yeah. And it wasn't until I got into like the science of it where, you know, we're unconsciously programming our own thoughts and our own behavior patterns to lead us to what we want, that it actually clicked. And that's the kind of way that I think about it, right? It's kind of like, you ever heard that term of like what your parents say, it's like, you know, you're, you're most like the three people you hang out with, or you become who you spend your most time with. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that I think that we are honestly a like true result of how we think and feel about ourselves. And a lot of that is based on the way that we 
kind of think about what we want in life, right? Like if we're constantly being like, well, this is my dream, but I'll never get there. You're programming your subconscious in your brain to immediately be like, well, that's not an option. Like we can't even get to that point. But if we're thinking like, you know, I really want to be, you know, listed in Forbes, you start, you know, allowing yourself to think through that process and to plan it out. And then also starting looking at resources and like, well, how did so-and-so get here? Who did they connect with? Like your mind actually starts programming itself to lead you to these outcomes. And that's where I believe manifestation really comes in is that when we allow ourselves to entertain this possibility and we allow ourselves to dream, to think, to sit with it, we start kind of naturally taking these actions that get us closer to it. That was also a game changer for me. Have you heard of the term expanders? Like like expansion? I, I don't know if I heard the term expanders, but go so- on. Lacey Phillip talks about it and she's all about neural manifestation Mm -hmm. and reprogramming your brain. And it's basically instead of if you feel like you're comparing yourself to someone instead of getting jealous or being like, why not me? It's this idea of, you know, you're seeing it to believe it. So Mm -hmm. they're expanding your mind to see what's possible. Yeah. So it's exactly what you just said. It's entertaining the idea that that could be you or that you, you know, it's possible to accomplish something like that. And I had a similar experience where I watched the movie on Netflix, The Secret. Yeah. And it was ridiculous to me. Like it literally, it was visuals of like, you Uh walk past a jewelry store and you see a necklace. And then the next clip was like, that person had the necklace. And I was just like, manifestation is bullshit. But then when I started like hearing more about the science behind it and all of that, I, that's when it personally clicked for me as well. And you can be manifesting without even realizing it, it just by doing the work. And I, I 100% agree with you. It's funny. Okay. So it's funny you say that because Gabby Bernstein also has, she kind of calls it like the mirror effect. Like when you see something, it's actually like a sign that it's coming closer to you because you're attracting it. She obviously is like law of attraction and, you know, her super attractor book and all these kind of philosophies, but I'm, I'm the same way as you. It's really hard I'm very, I would say I'm very spiritual and I believe in, you know, a lot of things that are synchronistic and that kind of just happen and that we attract, but I also believe in our energy. And I also mm-hmm. believe in the fact that our brains are so powerful that naturally they kind of guide our lives, right? It's the same way of like, when you look at self-confidence, right? If we talk negatively to ourselves constantly, we will never get to the point or it'll be such a far reaching goal to believe that we're, you know, either worthy of being loved or worthy of being beautiful. Those things attract what we bring in, whether it's relationships, whether it's people we surround ourselves, whether it's worthiness, like in our workplace, our job, our friends, all those things. So naturally it only makes sense when we talk about manifestation that it's all programmed from our thoughts and what we truly believe. And I think that's the other thing too that I, I feel like with manifestation is that there can also be manifests that feel too out of alignment for you. You know, if you want, you know, I really want to become a billionaire by next year. You know, there's some things that aren't necessarily aligned and you have to kind of bring yourself to this idea of, you know, if I do want to be a billionaire, am I setting my expectations too high or does that feel too off? Or, you know, what are my steps that I'm going to take to even get to that point? Like there should be a bit of realism to this. And I'm sure I'm going to probably piss some people off for saying that, but like some people truly believe like you think it and it appears. But I also think that 
there could also be, you know, for those that are having trouble with this practice, you know, bring it down a level, bring it into something that feels true and feels authentic and feels like achievable or something that you get to really think about and pray over and begin to give yourself enough time to actually manifest it. Does that make sense? Yes, completely. And it's not just, you know, writing it down and then moving on. It's Mm -hmm. something I love to do is figure out what's in my control. So Mm -hmm. For example, you're trying to, you know, get a platform on social media and you're making these goals that are totally out of your control, like Mm -hmm. get 10,000 Instagram followers by the end of the month. (laughs) What can you control to get that is how much you're posting, what you're posting, things like that. So I try to only make like very tangible action items as goals while knowing like my manifestations are like my dreams, but like Mm -hmm. how can I actually make it happen in tandem with the universe Yeah, or whatever you believe. Um, okay, there's so much I want to get to with your businesses. Yeah. I had a feeling we were going to go on a bunch of tangents. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm most curious about your super coffee and your watermelon water. Is it water? Yeah, it's watermelon okay. watermelon. So I'm a wellness product junkie, but like specifically recently a wellness drink junkie. Yeah. <laughs> like I've been loving putting like a sparkling something healthy in a wine glass at night instead of wine or whatever and just like making a cocktail out of it even though it's totally good for you before bed yeah so I've been loving that this summer so I'm very intrigued by the watermelon water and also the coffee because if I'm right I think you had mentioned on another podcast I listened to that it stemmed from wanting to help your anxiety but not wanting to give up coffee right yeah you're absolutely right Please tell us about that because that is my journey. I refuse to give up coffee, but between my blood sugar and my stomach problems and my anxiety, like I for sure should. (laughs) Yeah. I'm curious your journey. Yeah, absolutely. So basically there's, there's a long winded story. I I'll kind of save you a lot of that conversation. But essentially what had happened was I was diagnosed with severe anxiety disorder and depression. Um, It happened, the diagnosis came in and around 2020. There was quite a few things going on. I had discovered a product called Get Super. And basically at that time, I was dropping in CBD oil tinctures into my coffee. And I didn't really know much about it, but I was changing my lifestyle so drastically. Like I was giving up alcohol. I was changing my schedule for work. I was really, really decreasing my amount of work and what I was doing throughout my days. Like it was just like kind of this whole lifestyle change. Um, but I started also realizing like my biggest trigger was actually from my caffeine in the morning and drinking too many cups of coffee. And when I started realizing that I started kind of, you know, obviously talking to my therapist and my coach about it. And they're like, well, cut caffeine, like cut your coffee. And I'm like, okay, but like, I've been drinking coffee since I was like, I think like five years old with my dad. Like my dad was a single father. He had no idea what I was doing. He always woke me up with a cup of coffee. Like it's just my morning ritual. And it felt like too, at that time I was giving up so much and I was changing so much my life. I was like, fuck that. Like, I don't want to do that. Sorry. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss. Please do. So screw that. (laughs) I would too. If someone, whenever someone tells me to give up coffee, I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. So I, um, so anyway, so I found this hemp infused coffee. It was okay. 
And I uh, have a marketing agency and we're really low. And I'm like, gosh, you know, I want to get more of this coffee. I should go represent this guy. So I start messaging him and I'm like, hey, like, let me do your marketing. Like I could blow this out of the water. Like this has helped me so much. I started researching um, about the bioavailability in a CBD oil tincture versus an actual water soluble powder, which I'll get to in a second um, and the benefits that it packs. But basically I acquired the company from him. He didn't want to do anything with it. So I took it. I spent about a year researching and reformulating the entire product. Um, and then we rebranded it and launched it in October of 2021. So no. Yeah. October 21. Sorry. <laughs> it's like just thinking. Um, anyway, so basically from that point, it has helped me. It's helped a lot of people. There's a tons of benefits with it. The bioavailability thing I'll kind of touch on. So when we have a CBD tincture, like I have a really cute one right here. I don't even know which this one is from. When you put it on your tongue, it's able to get into your bloodstream faster, right? But if you put an oil tincture in like a cup of coffee, naturally our, our digestive system starts to break it down and it doesn't absorb as much of the benefit into our bloodstream as fast, right? So basically putting an oil tincture in your coffee can do something, but it's not going to do a lot. So what we did, what basically we designed was taking this water soluble powder that activates with heat and that is basically absorbed quicker at a higher bioavailability rate into your system while you're still drinking your coffee. So it's a much more convenient and impactful way to drink CBD into your coffee. So the product itself, is that already in the instant coffee? Yes. So our okay. instant coffee packets, um, basically that is get super. It has about, um, it's 3.3 grams per stick pack and it has the water soluble hemp extract as well as the instant coffee in it. Okay. So it's still, you're still drinking your coffee. Oh yeah. It's fully caffeine. It's not like an alternative. No. So what okay. happens is it actually slows the release of caffeine. So it works in harmony with the caffeine. So a lot of times what happens when we drink caffeine is we start to feel these like bodily reactions. Like we start to feel the jitters or the heart palpitations, or sometimes it can really hurt, like mess with your stomach. So what it does is, which kind of is coffee itself, but what it does is essentially it slows that release of caffeine so that we're able to basically not feel the highs so high and the lows so low. And it also helps with things like from what I've experienced, like with sleep. Like I'm able to sleep at night if I drink a 2 p.m. cup of coffee, you know, or I like my grandpa has like chronic gut issues and he's helped, you know, it's helped with his inflammation. I think it helps with my cramps and my headaches wow. in the morning. So there's a lot. I mean, CBD already has a lot of benefits, but there's also a ton of properties in coffee that are great for us, like antioxidants, um, obviously the burst of like energy that we need, things like that. So it, it really helps you to kind of have both the best of both worlds. And our coffee was actually like taste tested by a really, really good friend of ours. It's like a coffee connoisseur. And I mean, I guess, you know, I'm kind of tooting our own horn here. Maybe I'm biased, but I think that for an instant coffee, it tastes pretty, pretty great. Okay. So I have so many questions now. Yeah. So it's a, I'm in New York city and it's like a big, a part of my day to day here. Okay. So, uh, we're in Etain the um, CBD store. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Oh, no way. I haven't, but I'll definitely look it up. I didn't yeah. know I could like just go pick it up somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. We're, yeah. They're um, our first retailer in New York. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, what I was going to say was it's like a huge part of our culture here 
to go grab coffee with people. Like that's mm-hmm. just something I do almost every day. Like I work yeah. out with someone, then I go grab a coffee. Are you only drinking super? Are you adding CBD into your coffee if you get it somewhere else? Like, uh-huh. I guess I'm just wondering, like, would I What's still the reap the benefits? Yeah, yeah. Like, would you still reap the benefits if you're also drinking coffee without CBD in it? Yeah. So basically what it comes down to for me is the caffeine. The caffeine really affects me. So if I do like, I'm not going to be like, no, I only drink it super. Like, let's be honest. Like, no. (laughs) Um, But I, what I do try to do is I either get, you know, if I go out with friends, I get like a half calf or a full on decaf. And I do try to like, for example, like I love having cups of coffee, like throughout my day or like tea throughout my day, like, especially when I'm working. So get super is like, you know, if I want that coffee flavoring, that's what I reach for. Um, and it honestly has helped me a lot with my anxiety on, on that in terms of like the CBD benefits. I mean, sure. Like you could add CBD to whatever cup of coffee you want to. Again, is it, is it going to be like our water soluble hemp extract powder? No. So you're probably going to receive a little less of the benefits or it's not going right. to break down the same uh, like similar way. So I would say if you're looking for that help, that CBD support, the, the support that you want that comes from that, I would say get super is the best option because it basically has all the benefit in it. Okay. So then I have like five questions in my brain. No, go for it. I'm like, which one first? Um, so is it still as much caffeine as a cup of coffee? It's just how it's how it's affecting you, right? Yeah. So it makes okay. about an eight ounce like eight ounces of coffee, give okay. or take. It actually has a little bit less. But like you still get the effects of that energy boost. Like I like you didn't have any withdrawals. No. Yeah, absolutely. So, so each of our stick packs, which is about 3.3 grams of our hemp infused instant coffee has about 82.5 milligrams of caffeine, your norm. And again, that's your eight ounces, right? So if you do two stick packs, obviously you're going to double it. Or if you do a stick pack and a half and eight ounces, like, you know, our normal size for a cup of coffee could be anywhere from like 10 to 16 ounces. Right. But for a normal cup of coffee, um, which actually is kind of around like eight ounces is about 70 can range anywhere from 70 to 140 milligrams of caffeine. So we're like pretty much right on par with like where we're at with a normal cup of coffee. Again, that's for eight ounces. Like if you go to like a Starbucks, you're probably going to have a little bit more and obviously with espresso and all those different things, the caffeine levels range. Right. Okay. So now I want to talk watermelon water because I am intrigued about that. Like I said, I like like my ice cold drinks. What is that? I guess tell us what the main ingredients are and is that used for energy? Is it used before bed, electrolytes? Like what is it? What is it used for? Yeah. So it's literally watermelon water and then whatever, whatever fruit we add to it. There's no added sugar. Um, it has a ton of electrolytes and naturally, naturally occurring vitamins in it as well. One of the things that's a little bit nice about us is that we're not adding any added sugar or flavoring or weird stuff. Basically what we do is we take it straight from the source and basically bring it into this canned watermelon water. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. I love sparkling. No, it's actually, it's almost like a juice base. But the thing with juice, we don't like calling it a juice is because we're not adding sugar to it. We're not adding in all these different elements to make it a quote unquote juice or make it healthier. We're literally taking the watermelon, 
pressing it and then basically adding it into this can. And it's the original vision for it was kind of like, from what we saw, there was so much white space in like the watermelon, like bottled water, ju- watermelon juice. Like there's only really two other competitors, which would be, um, I think it's W W T R M L N, which is like the brand that Beyonce and Jay-Z invested in. <laughs> and then, um, evolution. So what we saw was like, okay, we have a lot of room to play with this, but also we have a lot of room to kind of make this a lifestyle brand. And so we went with cans and the really fun branding all over it. And honestly it has, yeah, it has a higher sugar account, which is completely fine. And what that means is because there are so like, there is so much naturally occurring sugar inside of the fruit itself, kind of similar to like how we would compare the sugar, like count for like an apple. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also great as a replenisher. It helps replenish those electrolytes. It helps replenish those vitamins. It's great for after a workout. It's great for the beach. Um, I love mixing it in a margarita. I'm going to be super honest. (laughs) Um, I was thinking that when you said it, I was like, this would be great for a mixed drink. (laughs) It's great, honestly. And like, I mean, our, I don't know if you've ever tried a Dole Whip before. They're like these little like pineapple ice creams that they serve at like Disneyland. They're like absolutely insane. They like melt in your mouth. It's insane. But our watermelon pineapple tastes like a Dole Whip. And it's like, I can't, like my team drinks it out of the office. I drink it constantly. It's just wild. Okay. I need both of these products ASAP. Also, the (laughs) branding is amazing, which which makes me want to get into like entrepreneurship a little bit because we're naming all these companies that you're a part of. And it's honestly wild. How are you balancing three different businesses. Yeah. So I have the agency, I have Get Super, and I have Mella. Mella, I'll start kind of from the bottom. I'm a fractional CMO for Mella. So I'm an investor and I'm someone that works on the marketing, has been basically laying the foundations of Mella's marketing for basically the like last six to nine months, really. Um, and that was brought to be by a friend of ours. And he was like, you know, I want to work with you in the agency. He's like, but I really need someone to guide this. He's like, I've seen what you've done with get super. And I was like, I love it. Let's do it. Get super is my baby. I'm the sole owner of it. And one of the things about get super that I've been really just leaning into is the learning process. I've never had a product based brand before, and I've been really taking my time cultivating it. Our first Basically, this whole first beginning of this year, I pushed super heavy into marketing and all these different kind of tactics that I thought I was supposed to be doing. And really what I've kind of done within the last six months is just slow down and sink my teeth into the product, into the mission that I want to be leading. And so basically, we've just been really, really intentional about where we're putting our product and working with different retailers, which is why we're at Attain. They're amazing. Um, and yeah, so we'll see, we'll be seeing a lot of other fun stuff with Get Super. We just launched onto Amazon. We're launching into, I can't say it right now, but we're launching into a very fun, big retailer very soon. Um, but I've just been really wanting to keep it passion-based and keeping it something that I get to work on and that gets to fill me up and fill our consumers up. And it's been really special. Um, and then the agency, I have a freaking amazing team. You know, my team handles any brand that I invest in. Um, I've invested in a, quite a few other companies and 
it's been incredible watching what we're able to do on the marketing front and the brands that we get to represent. And with that, like I wouldn't be able to do Mela or get super without my team. Like I wouldn't be able to do half of anything, this podcast, anything like that without having the incredible women that are underneath Echo's marketing. Um, and that's honestly a testament to, it's not me balancing it. It's that I have incredible people and a tribe of people that surround me that help me and that see the vision and that want to be a part of it and also want to make a name for themselves within the agency. So, yeah, I can also tell that you're just very passionate about each thing. (laughs) I don't think it would be worth it to be juggling three things if you weren't. Yeah. (laughs) But do you ever struggle with burnout? Do you ever hit a point where you're like, I just can't do anything, whether it's with one of the businesses or all of them at once. Do you ever struggle with that? Oh my God. Uh, Like all the time. I think the biggest thing with me is, you know, and I've talked about this too, is like, I always, I always need to come back to why I'm doing it, which is to your point. I'm very passionate. Um, Mela was also like a gamble, you know, like I took a lot of time to process Mela because I was like, you know, I just launched Get Super. I don't know if I'm ready to you know, work on something new. Mela's team and its infrastructure and the founder, Dominic, have such an incredible vision and trajectory to what they're doing that it really makes, it really makes all the difference. I am a part of a team as equally as everyone else on Mela. And for that, it has been able for me to, it's been, it's been, I've been able to basically not burn out. I have that team support my agency backs us with whatever work we're doing. And I get to kind of play my strength, which is being, you know, kind of the creative vision behind what we want to do for marketing. So it, it really kind of alleviates a lot of that time. Now, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of times that we're going to be way busier. And going back to your burnout question, like, no, like I struggle with burnout. I'm going through a huge production order for Get Super. And it's taken us months to get into production. And I'm pulling my hair out, like having breakdowns. Like it happens. It, yeah. there's no way to avoid it. It's just that I'm choosing it because I chose these companies and where I keep coming back to getting through this burnout is recognizing what does burn me out and what I need to avoid and where I need to better my patterns and what doesn't cause me burnout so that I can keep going. Right. And there's always going to be this time of, you know, I was also talking on another podcast, like there's always seasons of your life where you're going to work your ass off. Like you're going to be hitting your head against the desk, staying in the office till 10 p.m. at night to get shit done. Like that is business. Like it is hard and it pulls every piece of your character out to the light. But there's also seasons too where you get to say, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to work my ass off really hard. I'm going to give it all I got. I'm going to put everything I have into it. And then I get to recharge. And I need to make sure that I get to recharge because Sure, I can ramp up and do this, but there needs to be a point in time where I get to rest and recharge my own batteries so that I can keep moving. And again, like I'm working on these brands too that are startups and I have a lot of startups that come into the agency. And so there's a lot of us working with other founders and other people that are going through the same thing. And working that hard is not sustainable and juggling what I'm juggling. Again, if I didn't have the team, I didn't have the resources to do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. I would be burned out a long time ago. Like I kind of was, but I, through it, I mean, I, I know myself now and I know when I hit my limits and I know when I need to 
come back to my why, come back and get clear on my practices and understand if this is a season I'm ready to enter or not. And just from an outside perspective, it sounds like that morning routine and giving yourself three hours in the morning just for you, like you couldn't do it without it. Are you, do you find it easy to unplug at night? Because sleep is super important to keep going Mm -hmm. too. Do you find your mind racing or do you have a pretty good wind down routine too? Um, for the most part, I have a pretty good wind down routine. Um, summer's been a little hard cause I feel like there's so much going on like events and like, you know, we're kind of out of the pandemic in San Diego. So people want to go out, go do things during summer. Um, but no, I mean, I still, I still really suffer with my sleep sometimes. I think the best way that I've been able to get through that because that, that has been a huge anxiety thing too. And also that happens. I feel like you know, we see that a lot in depression. We have all this fatigue and then we don't want to do anything. But then like at night, like we have anxiety attacks or we have, you know, stress dreams or things like that, you know, and our minds racing or whatever. For me, when I think about my sleep routine, number one, I'm like very strict. Like I want to have dinner before like 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. at night. I don't drink alcohol during the week. Well, let me back up. I limit my alcohol intake. I'm a huge cocktail girl. Like I love mm-hmm. going to a bar. You, I, you will always see me being the girl ordering craft cocktails. Like that's just me <laughs> in my core. But when I'm at home, I try not to drink during the week. Um, because I've also noticed like when I do go out and drink, like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and have a million thoughts. But yeah. the other thing too is like I try to, I try to give myself downtime. I try to take a bath. I try to do a little mindless Netflix binging. I try to also have recently have been journaling. I've been doing three things that went great in my workday, three things that are great in my relationship with my boyfriend, and then three things that personally went great for me that day. Love and that. the reason that helps is because, again, we have so much on our brains, right? That sometimes we only see the bad stuff. And I started realizing, I was like, I feel like there's so many good things happening around me, but I'm so depressed and I feel so overworked and stressed out. So I started doing this and I was like, oh my God, like, wait, these are like awesome things. I'm just like not even acknowledging. So that helps with my sleep routine. Um, CBD, CB, CBN is great. <laughs> um, uh, taking a bath, not drinking alcohol before bed, making sure you have a nice nutritious meal. And then, yeah, completely unplugging. I mean, I, here's the thing. I also got to say, I freaking love TikTok. Like I am such a whore for TikTok. It's terrible. <laughs> I think it's because I was like part of the generation that was like raised on Facebook and Instagram and we're so over it that like TikTok's yeah. like all we want to do. Yeah. Um, but I don't mind it. I mean it's I feel like it's really happy and light. And like I don't really see things on TikTok that really trigger that kind of competitive attitude. I used to on Instagram. Like I used to have to mute people and I didn't like it. But on TikTok, for whatever reason, it just kind of feels good and happy and light and humorous. I agree. So I scroll TikTok. <laughs> like, I agree. You know, I like it. It, it feels lighthearted and funny and people yeah. are just being themselves. I totally agree. Yeah. Like I follow, I follow this girl that just like she all she does is give her cows facials and like manicures. Oh God, and it's and the cows are like asleep on her while she's like giving them a little like face treatment. It's adorable. That is amazing. <laughs> That is so funny. Um, Okay, before you get into the ending segment, I just wanted to see if you had any advice for someone who's listening, either young entrepreneur or someone who wants to start a startup, any, like, what's your top piece of advice? Okay, so 
My top piece of advice is to, I have like so many, I mean, like, obviously I feel like everyone's going to say, just start, just go out there and do it. Thousand percent. Couldn't agree more. I think other people are going to say roadmap, visualize out what you want to get to. The biggest thing that I've been so blessed with are the people in my network that have helped lift me up, whether it's through a contact, whether it's through a connection. I have this one girlfriend of mine. She's actually kind of been a client, but she's also doubles as just one of my really close friends. And I call her the connector because she is so good at talking to everyone. And if there's ever something I need, she has a contact for it and she's happy to connect everybody. And I think that's probably been the biggest resource. And I wish I could honestly be more like her in that sense of being able to have a network and a community where you can have people that are constantly on your side or in the same sphere of business as you that are lifting you up or just there to like to talk to entrepreneurship, super lonely. Like my boyfriend's an entrepreneur. Both my best friends are entrepreneur. Actually, all my best friends are entrepreneurs. Um, but if you're not in that phase where you can't connect and you can't relate or they can't relate to what you're doing, it gets really hard and lonely. And so I think surround yourself with people that lift you up, that understand your mission. And also don't be afraid to get out there and network yourself. Go make friends with people that do a bunch of different things. You never know when, you know, they would need you or vice versa. I think that's great advice. I feel like you can find, you know, the usual answers anywhere, but that's probably something that's really going to help your mental health and just to like use your village. Absolutely. Okay. Rapid fire, fun facts and favorites. What's your favorite book? Oh, we should all be millionaires. Um, Hold on. You should also know this. I'm terrible with names. Rachel Rogers. Oh, wait, did you get it? Is it Rachel Rogers? Hold on. Where is she? (gasps) Yep. Rachel Rogers. You're a thousand percent right. Yeah, I need to read that. I will also say I read Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights. I... I was not, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was not expecting that. That was a beautiful book. It completely filled you up. It was very positive. It was awesome. Oh, good to know. I've seen that around. I didn't realize it was like an uplifting book. I'm going to put that on my It's like one of those books where you just read it and it's like in his voice and you're like, I mean, I don't know if you love Matthew McConaughey, but like I do. And I'm like, he's just very positive. Like he's gone through some like really heavy shit in his life. And like, he's just still like okay, well, like, I'm going to go be happy. And it's like very, I don't know. It's just kind of nice. Wait, I love that. Okay, I'm putting Mm -hmm. that on my list. Um, What is your favorite workout? I have a walking treadmill. And it's been an absolute hilarious, like, fiasco because it's, like, I use it all the time on my meetings. I use it when I'm talking to my team and I'm not talking to my team. I love it. I also am, like, one of those people where, like, if I'm sitting on a Zoom call, I'm constantly fidgeting or moving. Me too. And it's just this like energy. So when I'm walking on my treadmill, it feels really centered. And also when I'm working, it also also kind of helps that energy as well. So um, I hate working out. I try so hard. The other <laughs> one that I do love though is I love Melissa Wood Health. Um, wow. Yeah, she has like 15 to 20 minute like flows and she's so intentional and sweet. It doesn't feel like you're working out. I love Melissa Wood Health. It's just calming. Oh, so calming. Okay. When do you feel your happiest? I feel my happiest when I'm well rested. Um, and I have like a lot of free time. Like I, I think a lot of my well-being comes down to like my schedule. And 
feeling like I have a lot of freedom to be creative and to think or to go do things. Um, that's kind of like my Sagittarius energy, but yeah, a lot of freedom, well-rested, happy. What would be your last meal on earth? Sushi. Thousand percent. All answer. <laughs> I'm such, I love fish. So anything sushi related. Okay. Well, this was amazing. I feel like we covered so much. Where can the people find you and everything about your brand? Oh, well, thank you so much for having me on. This was really awesome and definitely made my day. Um, <laughs> you can follow my personal journey just at Whitney Eckes. You can follow the agency at Eckes Marketing. You can follow Get Super at G-E-T-S-U-P-R. There is no E in super or very fancy like that. Um, and then you guys can find Mela just at M-E-L-A. All right. Thank you so much.